0: JWF Monday Night Ignition, I'm your host Silver Spoon, joined as always by the man who's gonna be putting on one hell of a shindig this Sunday, it's Captain Tim. That's
1: right, Sills, and I'm not gonna let anybody's TV rights do anything about that, I'm putting this damn show on!
0: That is right, Tim's. this Sunday, October 5. We can't even do October. It's not October anymore, Tips.
1: Listen, because of aforementioned rights problems, we had to push some things back. It's all right. We're going to do November to remember. That's it.
0: All right. Well, that is one hell of a pay per view coming to you live this Sunday. And let's talk about some of the great matches. We are going to see Phoenix Driver taking on Val Curry. And of course, we know last week, Momoa Curry, the god of the sea, god of law, god of the JWF, made his return to this company with one simple message that Val Curry versus Phoenix Driver is a can't miss match for the JWF women's title. Absolutely,
1: Sills. (laughs) Listen, it has been a long time coming. We have been wanting to see this match for so long. It's just about time to get it out on stage.
0: That is right. In addition, we are going to see a rematch of the centuries as Gazi faces off against Scotty Moore for the JWF Captain's Championship. Let's not forget last year's Summerfest. These two went toe-to-toe, and Scotty Moore walked out of that match with a broken damn arm.
1: And of course Silza the big question is, well can can it happen again? Can Ghazi do it again?
0: Well, not only that, Tibbs, let's not forget Gazi's not coming to this match alone. He has recently aligned himself with the man known as Lawrence Whitney alongside Demon Inc. and Big Cyrus Crane. The Lawrence Whitney looking to prove to be quite a threatening force, but we know Scotty Moore has faced off against the Whitney family before and came out usually with a winning effort.
1: Very true, Sills, although you've got to ask if this uh, if this alliance that Gazi has made, uh, if this will actually help him in the match or hinder him knowing Scotty's track record against uh, the Whitney family.
0: That is right, but the champ is in our ring right now, the JWF Captain's Champion, Scotty Moore, standing tall, and I think he has a message to send to the Nightmare. Let's have a listen. So, the proverbial nightmare himself, Gazi, has aligned himself with Lawrence Whitney. And the JWF universe is all up in arms because it seems as if all of Scotty Moore's enemies have come together to form their own personal legion of doom, and they're all wondering, what is Scotty Moore going to do? What is Scotty Moore going to do against this armada known as the Whitney family? Simple. The same thing I've done every time i faced a member of the Whitney family. Pin their shoulders to this mat. But this time, things are going to be different. Because you see, up until this point, Lawrence Whitney has been nothing but an annoying little gnat buzzing around in my ear. And I was more than happy to put that part of my life behind me and move on to face Gazi in a Summerfest rematch for the ages. When I then realized this match has nothing to do with Gazi. This isn't an epic battle of hero and villain. This isn't the next chapter in what's set to be a brutalistic series of matches. No, this is just another moment for Lawrence Whitney to reach up and try to be on my level. And that's what pisses me off the most. Because you see, I thought Ghazi had finally learned to stand on his own two legs. I thought the proverbial nightmare was finally going to live up to his name and show me what fear truly was. I thought that someone had finally grown the balls to look him in the eyes and face me man to man. But, like I said, that is unfortunately not the match you're going to be getting this Sunday. I, I wanted it to be, I really did, but then Gazi proved that he's just as much of a coward as everyone here thinks he is, and decided to grab backup. Well Ghazi, I got some bad news for you brother, because this Sunday, that backup isn't gonna be able to help you. Because there's gonna be four walls of solid steel surrounding us on all sides, and there will be no escape. There will be no exit. Only way to win is by submission or by knocking your opponent out. Consider it our own personal war games, Gazi. And I'm more than ready to go to war. You see, as far as I'm concerned, the only thing I gotta lose is my title. But as for you, Gazi, you've got a lot to lose. Most importantly, my respect. Because if you get in that ring this Sunday, after all the attacks, after aligning yourself with the biggest armada of douchebags the wrestling world has ever known, if you get in the ring after all of that, and if you don't fight like hell, and if you don't win, well, not only will you lose my respect, you'll solidify yourself as one of the most ineffective, useless wrestlers in this division. Because you have an army that you're bringing upon one man. And spoiler alert, Ghazi, that one man can topple that army. Because I am the hero of the JWF. And this Sunday, we're going to end this nightmare. Well, Tibbs, strong words there from Scotty Moore. And you gotta feel what Scotty Moore is feeling right now. You gotta remember, Scotty is one of the people that trained Gazi. He is one of the people that brought Gazi up from JXT to JWF. It was his personal call to bring him up last year to face him at Summerfest. And you gotta think, after all of that, after everything Gazi has done, Scotty may just be disappointed in what's happened since he's brought him up.
1: I would have to say so, Sills. I mean, you look at uh, Gazi's record since defeating Scotty last year. It, it's just been uh, pitiful, honestly. If I have to put it into words, Gazi, he's just been floundering on the main roster. He's been floundering in JWF, where he didn't experience that in JXT, and where a little bit more experience in JXT probably would have helped him.
0: That is right. I mean, they. You got to think Scotty almost took Gazi under his wing, and for Scotty to see what Gazi has resorted to for these underhanded tactics, I mean, we know Scotty is no stranger to using those in the past, but you got to think he's expecting a little bit more this Sunday, and I'm afraid Gazi may not be willing to bring it. Gazi's going to have
1: to put his big boy pants on, I'll tell you that.
0: Uh, Oh, damn it. Uh, Tibbs, no, 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 no. That's not the music I think it is. No. No. Oh, shit. Tibbs, yeah. I thought I, I thought Wrestle Wars was cancelled, Tibbs.
1: He had one last time slot. Uh, contractually obligated to fulfill
0: it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special Summerfest edition of Wrestle Wars. I, as always, am your host, AJ Steele, the man with a body of steel. Now, this Sunday has a series of bouts that many have called dream matches. You got Robert Hill versus The Dillon. Two men who are unpinned and unsubmitted in the world of JWF. Two men with a score to settle. Two men who would rather run around in the ring play and grab ass than do the real courageous thing and give the championship to the only man in this company that deserves it, AJ Steele. Sorry anyways moving on you've got phoenix driver versus val curry dominators faces of their division two ladies who got business wrestling here in the jwf where the big boys play well you see ladies i know you did well down in jxt you had your fun little developmental run but to be honest with you i ain't seen a damn thing come out of jxt that's worth a damn in years Funky Flossie, laid up in a hospital. Cyrus Crane, working second fiddle to a little sad emo child. And let's not forget Chuck Gibbons. A man who came to this roster with a fire lit under his ass. A fire that was quickly stomped out when he realized that he couldn't hang with the best. And when he realized that, ladies and gentlemen, he got scared. So what did he do? He decides to go after my boys, go after the hard Americans, and try and confuse them with his bizarre liberal cowboy mentality that apparently is so popular in the world of professional wrestling these days. So you know what? I'm putting an end to it. This Sunday, Summerfest, AJ Steele, Chuck Gibbons, one-on-one. Why don't you wait and see where my boys' allegiances truly lie, huh? Because believe me, Gibbons, it's not with you. All right, Tibbs, I think he's he's done. Wait, wait, doesn't he do that damn the damn commercial at the? No, no, I think that's been cut. I think we're gonna be fine. Get the dick pills, AJ Steele's masculinity reviving formula. Put it in your gullet. Drink it down with some protein milk and have you a good day because this is Wrestle Wars and this Sunday Gibbons we're going to war okay I think alright okay yeah there's the theme music he's done now okay we're good Oh thank
1: god it's finally over uh...
0: But it looks like we've got us another match made for this Sunday, Chuck Gibbons versus A.J. Steele, and it appears custody of the hard Americans is on the line.
1: Well, Sills, I, I think it's no surprise who I would be supporting in this match, but that's, a, that's different from who I think might come out on top, which is also that. Chuck Gibbons.
0: <laughs> that is right, Tibbs But for right now, why don't we move on to our next match of the evening A semi-final match in the King of the Steel City Tournament As Croc, the demonic one, takes on the Jebaduck, With the winner going on this Sunday to face Blake Tanner in the finals of the tournament Tibbs, I gotta ask you right now, Jeb, Croc, where's your, where's your th- mind thinking?
1: Well, so this is a, a, honestly a hard one to call from my veteran eye. I, I, I would have to say, uh, you, of course, you've got a Jebadook who who is a a, a real firebrand in JXC, who's come and done a lot of good things here on the JWF roster. He, he's really come into his own, I think. But you also have Croc, head of the Legion, Croc. You have this demonic presence, who who seems to overshadow even the terrifying visage of the Jebaduk, which is also kind of cute when you think about it. Jebaduk, he's very good for merch sales. Croc, not so much. He scares children.
0: That is right. And you you were talking about it. Croc being the leader of Legion the uh, tag team, and it looks like Legion have arrived at ringside climbing onto the apron alongside Croc, surrounding the Jebedoc. And, and Tim, you gotta wonder, Jeb is in a three-on-one situation. It doesn't matter how much adrenaline this guy's got running behind him. When you got that many men there, it's gonna be hard to come out with a victory.
1: This is the danger of Legion, Sills. It doesn't matter. They don't even have to interfere in the match. But when you got the numbers game against you like this, it's gonna be psychological draining
0: that's right but oh wait a minute look at that a big strike to the skull of Bone Crusher before oh a massive drop kick to the Titan sends him colliding with the barricade outside looks like the Duke one not ready to go down without a fight but out by God, did you hear that? Massive forearm strike from Croc straight to the skull of Jebedook, sending the tall man to the mat. The bell finally ringing to get the match officially under the way. But, Tim's, it looks like Croc's already three-fourths to the finish.
1: That, that is true, Celso. I mean, Jebeduk, he just spent so much energy taking out Titan, uh, sending Bone Crusher down, that it allowed Croc the perfect opening
0: that is right and unfortunately it looks like Kroc is aiming at keeping Jeb grounded a wise move he knows those lanky limbs of the Jebedook can certainly come into play in the high ends of a match cinching in a beautiful headlock is Croc and Tibbs this is where that strength dynamic comes into play on any other day any other venue the Jebedook would have a size advantage in this match but look at this Croc may not have the height but he has the muscle to ooh, keep Jebedook down just driving a knee into the ribs vicious.
1: Indeed so it's going to take some technical mastery to get out of this predicament for the
0: Jebedok. that's right now look at this oh my god being just violently whipped into the corner is the Can wait a minute look at this Croc is distracting the referee and the remaining members of Legion are assaulting Jeb in the corner. The uh, Shibata, our referee, has his back turned while Legion are just beating the living hell out of the Jeb. They're choking the life out of the man. Come on, man. Turn your back around, Shibata. You got to look at the match. Oh, well, Tibbs, unfortunately, he's looking now because the crown may be headed for darker territories as the Jebadook gets pulled into the grasp of Croc, who lifts him up and, oh, drops him with the choke bomb. Goes for the pinfall one. Oh, two and three quarters. Gemino kicking out. And look at that demonic stare growing on the visage of Kroc. The man almost seems excited to keep continuing this violence.
1: Yes, so you can see that this is a a point of joy for him. This goes beyond winning the match. This is what Kroc lives for.
0: And now look at this, Croc once again trying to finish things off, grabbing Jeb by the throat, might be looking for Kroka that choke breaker variation he likes to employ. But no, Jeb! Jeb reverses, reverses the choke breaker and drops it with the reverse DDT. And look at this, Jeb looks looking shocked. I don't even think he's realizing what he's done. Absolutely, so That was
1: that was pure instinct right there, but it might have given him the edge.
0: Oh, and now look at this Bone Crusher up on the apron trying to distract the Jabadook. But, oh, a massive chop to the chest from Jeb sends the Bone Crusher just tumbling down onto the Titan. Oh, and it looks like Jeb's not satisfied with just that. He's taking Croc to the apron. He's taking him to the apron. What's he thinking? Oh, my God. Jemaduk with a Spanish fly off the apron sending Croc and himself directly into the rest of Legion The Jemaduk has just hit a critical move in this semifinals match
1: absolutely Sils that could be the game changer right there but Jeb has got to be able to provide the follow through he's got to cinch the deal
0: That's right, sending Kroc back into the ring is the one, bouncing off the ropes. Ooh, was going for that standing senton, but Kroc managing to evade the maneuver, evade the maneuver, getting the knees up, and you know that is re-aggravating the back injuries of the Jebedook, who is just lying in wait as Kroc has got him by the neck. Once again, looking for Krakatoa, looking for Krakatoa, but no, Jeb. Jeb holds onto his skull. He's got him, he's got him locked up. Duke-A-Whirl straight down onto the canvas. Goes for the pinfall. One, two, three. And with that beautiful reversal of the Krakatoa into the Duke-A-Whirl, the Geminiuk is heading towards Oktoberfest, and he has got Blake Tanner waiting for him.
1: Absolutely, Sills. So this is going to be quite the collision <laughs> come our next pay-per-view. This is going to be a match that I think a lot of people have wanted to see just to add onto the pile of amazing matches we're going to have.
0: That is right, Tibbs, but for right now, why don't we talk about a couple of our biggest matches. Number one, the Developmental Rumble. 10 of our finest JXT superstars are gonna get into the ring, but only one will leave with a title opportunity and the opportunity to sign an official JWF contract. And let me tell you, we have got some great guys that are going to be in that match. Coming soon on JXT, we're going to see an epic fatal four way match between men like Megaran, men like Falcor the Stoppable, Stang. S- Stang? Like Sting, but Stang? Yeah, but
1: you can't say the other one again, and we're going to get sued
0: oh okay but those men are going to be fighting out for the opportunity to find out who will get the first entry into the rumble and who will get 10th check out JXT for that matchup ladies and gentlemen but Another match, the extraordinary Quaternary, an epic brawl where four of the finest tag teams in JWF go toe-to-toe, and it is full elimination. Both members of every team have to be eliminated before they can be considered out of that match, and only when one man stands tall can that man be called... One half of the tag team champions, and we've got some great names in this. Bananas in Pajamas, the Hard Americans like we've been talking about, Demon Inc. Led by Lawrence Whitney, but we've not talked much about the tag team champions themselves, the Roanoke boys who, Tibbs, I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure if they're prepped for this.
1: I don't know, Sills. It's been quite a while since we've seen the Roanoke boys in full-on tag team action, and you got to wonder
0: if they've started to get a little rusty. Oh, well, why don't we go backstage with one of our top interviewers to hear what the Roanoke Boys have to say? Hello, everybody. Honey Pot McJuicy Boy here, with the men set to defend their JWF
1: Tag Team Championships this Sunday against not one, but three other tag teams the Roanoke Boys. Now, boys, how do you feel about...
0: Oh, my God, Tibbs! From out of nowhere, uh, Tibbs, that's Demon Inc. Demon Inc. are assaulting the champions backstage. They are absolutely beating the living hell out of the Roanoke boys.
1: Absolutely. So it doesn't even look like Demon Inc. wants... uh, Lawrence Whitney even wants the Roanoke boys to speak. He wants to take up their damn
0: airtime. That's right, and now look at that. There he is, the scumbag slime ball of the century, himself, Lawrence Whitney. And even the interviewer doesn't seem happy to see him.
1: Oh, lovely, just absolutely. Well, 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 I see arriving at our booth is the man known as Lawrence Whitney and Demon Inc., of course, yes. What exactly do you think you're doing here? <clears throat>
0: We are merely fixing a very egregious error that the men behind the scenes at JWF continue to make. And that's the error of ignoring the Whitney family. That's the error of doubting Demon Inc. And you see, that's a very fatal error, as these two soon-to-be former champions are going to find out. Whoa, my God, Tibbs! Sammy Sin just picked Danny Roanoke up into the air and then dropped him with the Demon Driver directly down onto concrete, Tibbs. That has kind of broke, broke something in the neck of Danny Roanoke. That was vicious.
1: Oh, Sills, that was not pretty to watch. We're going to have to get a medical team out there immediately. Danny Roanoke, he does not look well.
0: Oh, but wait a minute, look at this, look at this, Hulcher fighting back, Hulcher fighting back, but oh my god, no, unfortunately, Alistair Bateman just rushed the champ, locked him in that vicious guillotine choke. He's trying to choke the life out of Hollywood. These men are absolutely despicable.
1: Of course they are, so they'd rather do this than try to settle it in the ring like things are supposed to be. Uh, When do we get lost in in this professional wrestling business of ours? They couldn't just... DO THE FIGHT IN THE RING, GOD damn it!
0: And, and you know the funny thing, honeypot? That's not the bad part. Wait, Timps, what, what do you think Lawrence Whitney's talking about? Oh, wait, no, 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 Timps, look! Alistair Bateman has just thrown Hollywood Hulcher skull first into that production box. What the hell is he thinking? Oh, Silves, I don't like the look of this. We've got to get Sony down there now! Oh no! Look at this, Sammy Sin. Sammy Sin is backed up. He's backed up. Oh my God! A vicious punt straight to the skull, and, and Tim's Hollywood Ultra's head had nowhere to go. It was just trapped between a boot and that production box. This is horrifying. We, we got to get someone to check on the champs.
1: Oh, I can't believe this. We're going to have to. Uh, we're going to have to cut away from this brutal scene in front of us. This is absolutely mortifying.
0: That is right, absolutely, uh, Tibbs, I mean, what's what does this mean for the extraordinary quaternary? You can't exactly call it a quaternary if there's only three teams in it.
1: I don't know, Sills. That is a very good question. I, at this point, I am doubting that our tag team champions are going to be able to compete uh, after that vicious beating they've taken. Even if they're able, if they're ever even going to be able to come back into a wrestling ring at all.
0: That is right, but. For right now, Tibbs, I'm sorry I got to abandon you. I got to head to the ring because I see two men who are scheduled to have a dream match this Sunday. Robert Hill, the JWF world champion and the man known as the Dillon. And I think we've got a contract that needs to be signed. All right. Better you than me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the contract signing for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship match this Sunday at Summerfest, Oktoberfest. I'd like to welcome at this time the number one contender, the technical spectacle himself, The Dylan, And his opponent, the JWF World Heavyweight Champion, Robert Hill. Now, gentlemen, before we get to signing this contract, I would like to ask you both how you feel heading into this match that many are claiming to be the most anticipated match in JWF history.
2: Yeah, yeah, I get it. Most anticipated matchup. Dream bout. Undefeated versus undefeated. Silves, so those are just taglines to sell T-shirts, so why don't you take them and shove them up your old ass? See, this match, this match is more than taglines. This match has gravity. This has meaning. This is a moment for me. It's not just because I have to go up against some seven foot tall jackass who would rather cheat than admit defeat. No, it's because this is a culmination of the last five years of my work. See, when I first got here, on my first pay-per-view, I beat Momoa Curry. A legend in this area, maybe in this era, and I took the championship. And you see, back then, being undefeated, that was seen as a hindrance to the company. I couldn't be too good. It made everyone else look bad, so this place did everything it could to bring me down, and I'll be damned, they succeeded. But I fought my way back up, but not without See, just because you're associated with the Fight Boys, everybody thinks you get special privileges. But see, I still have things that make me angry, things that make this moment more important to me than you can possibly imagine, Robert. You see, I've never gotten to main event Wrestlepalooza. I had to sit on the sidelines hurt while fucking chuck tibbs and guy fiari had to hold that championship had it in their hands got an honor that i have been denied for too long see when i had the captain's championship when i held it as the championship in the business it was to prove that i don't need that and i did that i proved i don't need that title to show that I'm the best in the world. But the difference now is that I want it back. And I'm going to take it from you, Robert. See, when you're undefeated, world's your oyster. See, you got that prime spot in the rumble. Got that event at Wrestlepalooza. You got to dictate your pace ever since you got here. And when you faced me, you did everything you could to keep That going, but that stops here. That stops now because when we are in the ring again, I'm going to take what I want by choking you out and leaving as the JWF champion.
0: All right, excellent words from the technical spectacle. Now, if you'll just sign here and here while I move on. to the champ himself, Robert Hill. Now Robert, how do you react to what Dylan has just said?
1: You know Dylan, you talk like you wrestle. Lots of big flashy moments, big impressive twists of words and linguistic gymnastics and all that fancy crap. But I'll remind you of the same thing I've told every opponent before this. I don't need your fancy moves. I don't need your elaborate submissions. I don't need to be the man of a thousand and four holds, because I've got the only one that matters. Gaslighter. One, two, three. And that's exactly what's going to happen to you on Sunday.
2: And what happens if and when I kick out, Bobby boy? You're going to do what you did last time. You're going to throw a temper tantrum, go for the low blow, the DQ... Try and get yourself out of trouble because you don't know what to do when you start treading into deep waters like you have to with me. Well, here's, here's the problem. Here's the problem with you being so simple-minded is that I knew you wouldn't read the contract because you're too stupid to think that I would try anything with that. And See, the problem is, is I know a thing or two about skullduggery in wrestling. So that's why I have done everything to take that away from you. You see if you get DQ, if you try to get counted out, if you do anything that normally would allow you to keep the title, you lose it. See the champion's advantage is gone. Whoa whoa, whoa. all right gentlemen
0: let's just calm down for a second. Robert that table is very, very expensive. Look you you two do not wanna get into anything before, before this Sunday. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go commentate this.
1: Well, as, as Sills comes back down to the booth, it looks like, oh, both men, they have started slugging things out right there in the center of the ring. Dylan and Robert Hill just trading blow for blow right now, but it looks like Dylan's getting the advantage. He bounced it off oh, the rope.
0: Beautiful D trigger from the Dylan. I'll take over from here. Tips absolutely leveling Robert Hill before. Oh, getting urinogied onto that table is the Dylan before Robert Hill picks him up and oh my god a big kick straight where the sun doesn't shine before picking him up and out dropping him with the gaslighter the champion making an emphatic statement ahead of this Sunday's big match but you guys saw the contract has been signed this Sunday the Dillon versus Robert Hill and the champion's advantage will not be in play
1: of course, so somebody's gonna win, somebody's gonna lose.
0: That is right. Pinfall and submission. That is the only way these two athletes are going to escape this Sunday. Only one can escape with the JWF Championship. In addition, we are going to see Scotty Moore take on Gazi in what he's calling a wool games match for the Captain's Championship. We're going to see Blake Tanner versus the Gemini in the finals of the King of the Steel City Tournament. We've got the Extraordinary Quaternary, the Developmental Rumble, Gibbons, AJ Steele, and most importantly phoenix driver and val curry Tibbs two of the most phenomenal female athletes on our roster are going to be going toe-to-toe this sunday and i cannot wait to see it
1: of course this this entire pay-per-view is going to be filled with amazing moments wonderful matches and some of the best damn wrestling you haven't seen in months
0: that is right. But until then, remember to support us at patreon.com slash of BS and pick up merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. We got great new merch. We've got merch for the, we've got the Gateway to the Future shirt for Scotty Moore. We've got a deluxe Val Curry Phoenix Driver shirt promoting their match this Sunday. Hell, even Chuck Gibbons finally has merch on our site. And you can get it at merch.alotapurebs.com.
1: Of course, Sills. Give us all the money.
0: But until next time, he's been Captain Tubes, I've been Silver Spoon, and this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.